seats. These hot surfaces slowly release the energy they absorb, heating the air in here. But the heat can't escape through the windows, which act like an insulating blanket. The greenhouse effect works much the same way. Gases like carbon dioxide in the atmosphere are like the car's windows, letting light come in, but keeping heat from going out to space. In moderation, this insulation is good. It helps make Earth warm enough for life. The problem is humans are creating more and more insulation by using fuels like the gasoline in this car. Scientist James Hansen compares the warming caused by humans to the amount of heat produced by the tiny bulbs hung on Christmas trees. So it's equivalent to having two of the tiny Christmas tree bulbs over each square meter of the Earth's surface. Multiply that by the Earth's huge surface area, about 500 trillion square meters, and that's the amount of energy produced by one million of the largest nuclear power plants. And ever so slowly, that has heated the planet. Temperature, on the average, is indeed rising. It's increased about three quarters of a degree Celsius, which is more than one degree Fahrenheit. Over the last century, one degree Fahrenheit might not sound like much because we're used to daily temperature changes of 10 or more degrees between when we get up in the morning and lunch. But James Hansen says, averaged over the entire globe, one degree is significant. Hansen shook up the world one hot summer day in 1988 when he told a congressional committee that humans were warming Earth. His was a minority opinion then; it's scientific consensus now. And over the years, evidence has accumulated that this warming is having an impact. The most obvious changes are taking place at Earth's poles, which have warmed the most. For instance, winter temperatures on the Antarctic Peninsula have climbed an alarming 10 degrees Fahrenheit in the last 50 years. One researcher says this will cause Adélie penguins to disappear from that part of the southern continent within a decade. And in the Arctic, the ice cap over the Arctic Ocean has lost 40% of its volume in 30 years. 1,200 miles below the North Pole, the town of Iglulik is among the northernmost inhabited lands on Earth. The tiny hamlet forms a crescent of pale-colored homes along one shore of a rocky island. Snowmobiles are parked in front of every house. There's plenty of snow, and the sea is frozen solid even in mid-May. Adventurer Will Steger just arrived here by dog sled. With three teams of huskies to pull his baggage, he walked and skied halfway across Canada through more than two months of total Arctic darkness and months of temperatures of 30 degrees below zero or lower. Though a slight man with hunched shoulders, Steger is legendary for his polar exploits. He's walked across both the South and the North Poles. And discovered firsthand the impact of global warming. We traveled、uh, 12 years ago across the Larsen ice shelf in Antarctica. It's three, 300 miles long at that time. The entire ice shelf now is in in the ocean.、And、we based an expedition in the Arctic on the Ward Hunt ice shelf. We went to the North Pole, and that's the largest ice shelf、uh, in the Arctic, and that that has slipped into the ocean. On his travels, Steger is collecting impressions of Inuit hunters and elders about climate change in the Arctic. He makes a stop at the home of hunter Theo Ekumak. Ekumak says the weather has become more variable and harder to predict. Snowfields that previously were permanent now completely melt by late summer. What we're finding with this is 
the elders tend to lose their direction. Us younger folks who use GPS and whatever gadget that that's available to us, but with the elders, their whole world is changing, <laughs> and it's not fun following an elder and the elder is lost. Go figure. <laughs> the 50-year-old hunter says he's also noticed changes in wildlife. Talking to my older brother, he was, again, like I said, 21 years older. And then as a child, he said, the closest ground scroll that they could find as a child was about 70 miles, 75 miles south. Now they're all over the place, even on, even on the island itself. Ikumak tells Steger that like the ground squirrels, foxes, wolverines, birds, even lake trout are moving north. So all these animals are migrating north, is what we're finding. Would, would that be a good thing for your culture up here then? Well, it might be a good thing for the culture, but it might be chaotic for the wildlife as well. well if you look at the ecosystems, they need a certain equilibrium in order to survive. Changes like these won't notably alter the lives of these people at the top of the world, but they could be a prelude to more serious problems. NASA scientist James Hansen says the two tiny light bulbs worth of heat that humans have added to each square meter of Earth's surface has brought the planet to the brink of a completely new chapter of climate history. We're becoming as warm as it has been in the last million years, and soon it will be warmer than it has been in the last million years. So we're really going into territory that hasn't been charted for a long time. For the last million years, the Earth has alternated between ice ages, which last about 80,000 years, and warm periods called interglacials, which are much shorter. We're currently about 11,000 years into an interglacial. We probably should be sliding toward the next ice age. Instead, it's getting warmer. Heinz Miller is an expert on glaciers, a glaciologist. He says in order to figure out what happens next, Scientists study what happened before. And in order to understand this, we have to look at very many uh, different stages of climate. Miller is a professor at Germany's Alfred Wegener Institute. At a base camp on Greenland's windswept ice sheet, he says researchers have only measured the climate systematically with precise scientific instruments like thermometers for about 150 years. These measurements represent only a fleeting snapshot of Earth's past. However, researchers have other ways to gauge climate further back in time. And we find those, for instance, in sediments of the deep sea, or we find them in tree rings, or we find them in lake sediments. Tree rings, for instance, tend to be thicker in wetter years. Lake sediments store pollen that show what plants were growing. Cave stalactites hold evidence of past temperatures in fine rock layers. A core or cylinder of glacier ice contains climate records trapped in frozen water molecules. Ice cores are uh, a very special climate archive uh, because they will tell us about past temperatures and at the same time they will tell us about atmospheric composition. Glacier cores give scientists some of the most detailed pictures of past changes in climate. Researchers can distinguish annual layers of ice, like tree rings, and count tens of thousands of years back in time.
the absolute best place in the world to get a detailed record of what the climate has been doing for the last 140,000 years is the middle of Greenland on a massive glacier nearly two miles thick and about the size of the United States east of the Mississippi River. A team of European scientists flown in by military transport planes has set up a base here. Blindingly white ice and snow stretch for hundreds of miles in all directions. The researchers hope to drill a core containing ice tens of thousands of years older than any previous ice core sampled in the northern hemisphere. They're at work in a cavern dug just below the surface. How deep are we now? 383 meters, something like 83.5. Chief scientist Dorte Del Jensen and driller Thorstein Thorsteinsen are lowering the core drill by a slender cable of steel wound on a spool the size of a trash can. We're getting there. It can't be more than two days of drilling left. Uh, Imagine so the ice is a two-mile thick chocolate layer cake. The drill, a motorized cookie cutter. The scientists cut out core samples about one meter or one yard long at a time. Then the device is hoisted to the surface and the sample is removed. It looks beautiful. It's a perfect core. Uh, and then core. the drill is returned to the hole. It's taken seven years for the European team to get a taste of the very bottom layers. The ice from the last 100 meter is ice uh, that is 130 to 115,000 years old. It's ice from a climate period where the climate was slightly warmer than our present climate. We call it the Eemian period. These are the only good samples from the Eemian period ever collected in the northern hemisphere. Danish glaciologist Sigfus Johnson says the chunks of frozen water contain critical clues to our future. Johnson is a professor at the University of Copenhagen. If we are disturbing our climate, and we are doing that by pollution, by CO2, and we need to understand.